boy, we have had some amazing upsets. Amazing upsets in some very beautiful hard-fought games. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about as right now, please stay tuned and listen because we have the most historic upset of all time to talk about. Uh, but before then, I am Lathan Credit, your NCAA correspondent with Trackstar Sports, and this is NCAA Talk. All right, college basketball, March Madness, um, the March Madness tournament, and it is complete madness right now. Mayhem has entered the building. Um, real quick, though, uh, a recap of all the games yesterday. Oh, the Midwest Division. We have third-seeded Michigan State beat 14th-seeded Bucknell, 82-78. Six-seeded TCU got upset by 11-seeded Syracuse. I called this one all the way, even before I knew Syracuse would um, be the one playing the game. I called it. Either Arizona State or Syracuse would be the one to beat TCU in the first round, and it happened. Syracuse was the one that made it. Um, they upset TCU 57 to 52. Um, great game. <clears throat> Fourth seeded Auburn beat 13th seeded Charleston 62 to 58. Clemson ended up winning um, over 12th seeded New Mexico State 79 68. Moving on to the Eastern Division. Second seed at Purdue won in easy fashion over CSU Fullerton, uh, 15th seed, uh, 74 to 48. Butler, unfortunately, beat my beloved Razorbacks, um, 79 to 62, and a small upset there. Uh, Butler was a 10th seed. Arkansas came in as a 7th seed. One of the bigger upsets of the day, Marshall historically upset Wichita State. Uh, 13th seed at Marshall beat fourth seed yeah, excuse me. 13th seed at Marshall beat fourth seed at Wichita State 81 to 75. And West Virginia fifth seed handled business like normal against 12th seed at Murray State 85 to 68. Moving over to the West <clears throat> Second seed at North Carolina took care of business against 15 seed at Lipscomb, 84 to 66. Texas A&M came out on top over 10th seed at Providence, 73 to 69. Missouri, 8 seed at Missouri, fell to 9th seed at Florida State, 54 to 67. Um, Xavier winning in triple digits, 102. Over 16th seeded Texas Southern, 83, um, is how many points they put up against Xavier. <clears throat> now going to the Southern Division, the one that everybody is talking about right now, um, and we'll get to why everybody's talking about that here in a second. Um, but first off, second seeded Cincinnati uh, won over 15th seeded Georgia State, 68 to 53. Um, seventh seed at Nevada squared off against 10th seed at Texas, and they went to overtime, and Nevada came out on top, 87 to 83. 
And finally, eight-seeded Creighton um, face off against ninth-seeded Kansas State, and Creighton came out on top, 69 to 59. All right, time for the game of the night, the game that nobody saw coming, the game that has ended all perfect brackets. There is no longer any perfect bracket because one, nobody saw this happening, and two. History has officially been made. Um, this game will forever go down, set in stone, as the greatest upset of all time, at least within um, NCAA standards and March Madness. Um, I'm willing to say it might be the best upset ever of all time. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything where a more powerhouse of a team fell to an unknown team um, or a more powerhouse person because um, I can think of a couple boxing matches in my head that you know were some big upsets but nothing like this nothing like this the top dog not only number one of the division but number one of all NCAA college basketball. Virginia fell to the 16th seeded UMBC. University of Maryland, Baltimore County upset Virginia. And this wasn't just any um, number one seeded team. Like I said, they were number one in all of NCAA, but not only that, but they were also hot. They were on fire going into this game. And David slew Goliath. History has just been made. I'm waiting for the movie to come out. UMBC has pulled off the impossible. They finally beat a 16th seeded team. Finally beat a number one seeded team. And nobody saw this one being the game. Um... I'll be honest, I was circling Kansas and Penn. I knew, I just knew that a number one team would fall, but I thought it would be number one Kansas against Penn. I thought Penn was coming in with a great record. Um, I thought Penn had what took to beat Kansas. I didn't think Kansas would really, um, I I didn't think they would be coming in that dominant um, in the game. And I think Penn would have a chance to upset them. Unfortunately, Kansas came in, they were focused, and they took care of business. Um, And I'm looking through my old paperwork here. And looking at the um, Virginia-UNBC game coming in, I did not at all think that they had a chance. Reason being is looking at their schedule, looking at everything that they did this year, the teams that they lost to, either didn't make it at all to the um, NCAA tournament or made it and then got beat the first round. Granted, that one team that didn't make it made it as a fourth seed, but Buffalo upset them. Uh, 13 seed that Buffalo upset them. Um, not really that big of a um, surprise that they would lose to uh, such a strong team like Arizona, but losing the SMU, Arizona, Maryland, and Vermont twice, 
all of that stacked up against UMBC in this matchup against Virginia. And I had no doubt in my mind that Virginia would win this. Um, yes, UMBC did come back and beat Vermont in their conference finals. They did win it all. But that would have been a beautiful story if it ended right there. I would not have faulted UMBC at all on their season because they took over their conference and they won their conference by beating a team that beat them twice in the regular season. That would have been a beautiful way to end off their season. Um, being able to play in the March Madness tournament was just icing on the top for them at this point. Um, would they have lost to a very skilled Virginia team? Yes. Um, about the best that they could hope for is put everything that they had on the court and at least, you know, go out on their shields with pride that they gave it all to Virginia and Virginia still won. But that's not what happened. They gave it their all and they beat Virginia and they move on to the second round. They beat a number one team in the NCAA March Madness tournament as a 16th seed and get to move on to the second round, the round of 32. They get to live again for another day. I don't know how you get better than that other than somehow they find a way to take over the entire March Madness tournament and win it all as the 16-seeded team. That would just be bonkers. I don't think anybody will see that one coming, let alone them beating Virginia. Nobody saw that coming. But to be able to win it all... That would be even more astronomical and just crazy. Highly unlikely. Um, they have a really strong test um, coming up next against um, Kansas State. And then after that, if Kentucky's able to survive Buffalo, they if they somehow found a way to beat Kansas State, they would have to find a way to beat a very strong Kentucky team. It looks very improbable um, from this point forward for UMBC. However, it looked improbable for them coming into this tournament. So, um, enjoy this. Uh, relish it while it lasts. Um, but please, settle down. Refocus. Um, tomorrow, y'all back at it again. Y'all have a very strong team to um, play against. Don't lose your focus. Don't lose your composure, UMBC. But congratulations. What y'all have done is amazing. Y'all have made history. And that is just outstanding. All right. (laughs) Enough talking about that. Even though I know everybody's going to be talking about that for days to come. Even if UMBC loses the next round. Um they are still going to be talked about. They have officially cemented themselves in history by beating a number one seed as a 16th seed. All right. So moving on. What of our, what is our matchups moving forward? All right, let's go ahead and get this out the way. I've mentioned it already. 16th seed at UMBC will be facing off against 9th seed at Kansas State on March 18th. That is tomorrow. Today, and this is all out the South division, 5th um, seed at Kentucky will be facing off against 13th seed at Buffalo. 
Um, also today, 11 seed Loyola Chicago will be squaring off against 3rd seed at Tennessee. And I just want to mention how the South, everybody thought that the Southern Division would be like one of the more perfect ones, and then either the West or the Midwest be the ones that would be all crazy like. But the South is the one that is surprising everybody. And there's 16th seed, a 13th seed, an 11th seed, all going on to the second round. Like, this is just mayhem all over the place. <laughs> the South is just upsetting everybody's brackets right now. Um, anyways, um, and 7th seeded Nevada will square off against 2nd seeded Cincinnati tomorrow, March 18th. That um, rounds out the um, top teams of the South right now. Moving on to the West, we have number one Xavier facing off against uh, ninth seed at Florida State uh, on March 18th. Fifth seed at Ohio State will square off against fourth seed at Gonzaga today. Ooh, Houston with the hot hands. Great. That player for Houston is balling out right now. Sixth seed at Houston with their hot hand gray will face off against third seed at Michigan. That should be an excellent game today. Uh, tomorrow, out of the West, we get to see 7th seeded Texas A&M go up against 2nd seeded um, North Carolina. Um, to clarify that, that was 7th seeded, number 7, uh, Texas A&M against 2nd, number 2, North Carolina. Just want to clarify that because hearing it myself, as I said it, seven second they kind of blurred in um i have a bit of a draw so i'm sorry um, i'm from arkansas blame the southern heritage anyways moving on to the midwest second seeded duke will face off against seventh seeded rhode island today march 17th uh tomorrow march 18th 11th seeded syracuse will face off against third seeded michigan state also tomorrow Fifth seed at Clemson will face off against fourth seed at Auburn. Today, first seed at Kansas will face off against eight seed at Seton Hall. On to the Eastern Division. Tenth seed at Butler will face off against second seed at Purdue tomorrow. Uh, today, we get to see six seed at Florida versus third seed at Texas Tech. Um... Also today will be first seed at Villanova against ninth seed at Alabama, and tomorrow we'll see fifth seed at West Virginia versus thirteenth seed at Marshall. All right, so for today's games, what are my picks of the day? Starting off in the East, number one seed at Villanova versus ninth seed at Alabama. Um, Alabama really impressed me with their play against Virginia Tech. Um, Villanova, they won in okay fashion. Um, nothing surprising there. They beat a 16th seed at Radford by 20 points. Um, but I think Alabama will really slow them down. I think Alabama will be able to impose their will on Villanova. And I think Bama comes out on the top in a very close one. Um, that's probably just going to be a slugfest the entire game. It's probably going to be just a slow, boring uh, defensive game. 
Um, but I got Alabama beating Villanova today. Um, six seed at Florida faces off against third seed at Texas Tech. I'm going to stop um, underestimating the SEC in this, and I'm going to go for Florida. Um, I didn't think Florida would be able to make it. I thought St. Bonaventure would be able to top them, uh, and I thought St. Bonaventure would be able to beat Texas Tech. I'm sticking with that. So, Florida, you got to beat Texas Tech. You got to redeem um, me not picking y'all. I'm going for Florida today uh, over Texas Tech. Um, number one seed at Kansas versus uh, eight seed at Seton Hall. Seton Hall played a heck of a game against North Carolina State, um, and they was near perfect in their free throws. And that was honestly the difference between um, them and North Carolina State. North Carolina State could not hit their free throws whatsoever. I think they ended up the game like below 50% on their free throws. And that was a major difference in that game and why North Carolina State lost. However, I don't see Kansas having the same struggles as North Carolina State did. So I see Kansas easily taking care of business against Seton Hall. Um, not to say that Seton Hall is not going to play him in a good matchup, but I think if they try to force him to free throws, Kansas is going to knock him out um, the park, and it won't be any competition. And last game for the Midwest today, 7th seed at Rhode Island versus 2nd seed at Duke. I got Rhode Island upsetting Duke. Um, I'm honestly, even though Duke is a second seeded team, I feel like they might be slightly, um, like they were overrated just slightly. Like they were placed in a higher position they sh- really should have been. Uh, I see Rhode Island as a very strong team, and I think they will be able to topple Duke. Um, they might go to overtime yet again, but. Nonetheless, I think they will be able to um, beat Duke and then get a much-needed um, break to catch their brace. I mean, catch their brace, catch their breaths, and um, refocus before moving on to March 23rd. <clears throat> All right, um, six seed at Houston coming out of the West versus third seed at Michigan. I got Houston winning this one. Um, Great. That guy, he really impressed me, and I want to see more of him in this tournament. So that's why I got him beating Michigan. Um, Well, not him, his team. Uh, Because I really want to see what it is that Houston can do and how great of a player that Gray really is. Um, Honestly, this is his NBA draft run right now, and the better he plays, the better his draft stock will be. Um, If he doesn't go high in the draft, I don't see – I, I would need to see more as to why not. Because right now, I can see him easily being a lottery pick and a very high lottery pick at that. Uh, four seed at Gonzaga versus fifth seed at Ohio State. Um, I honestly did not see Gonzaga um, being that great of a team. I still don't. But I think they have what it takes to be Ohio State. Uh, I'm a... Uh, I really want Ohio State to upset them, but I think Gonzaga is just going to be too good of a team to be upset, and they'll be able to move on over a very good Ohio State team and a very close one. I think it's going to come down to the wire, and Gonzaga is going to 
figure out what it is that they need to win and win it in a close one over Ohio State. Now for the crazy South, the wild, wild South, the insanely impossible South right now. We have 11th seeded Loyola Chicago versus 3rd seeded Tennessee. And I think the miracle continues on. I think Lightning will strike twice yet again and Loyola Chicago will upset once more another team and this time it'll be Tennessee. I see Loyola Chicago beating number three Tennessee. I think they're going to carry on their uh, momentum that they had with that heartbreaker game that they delivered to Miami. Keep up the good play. Carry it over into this game against Tennessee and beat Tennessee. Um, And the last game coming out of the South, um, the last game that I'm talking about for today, 5th seeded Kentucky versus 13th seeded Buffalo. Can miracles continue for Buffalo? Can lightning strike again? Will Buffalo be able to topple the SEC giant of Kentucky? No. Uh, I think Kentucky's too strong of a team, too well-rounded, too powerful. I I know Buffalo probably has it in them to beat Kentucky. I just don't see them beating them at all. Uh, I think Kentucky's just going to come in too poised, too focused, and they won't make any mistakes to allow Buffalo a chance to possibly win this game. I see it being relatively close, but Kentucky will win within double digits. Um, That's my prediction. So there you have it. Those are my predictions for today's games. Um, I hope you go out and catch them. Um, They should be very, very good games. Um, And catch me on later on tonight as I make my predictions for tomorrow's games. Y'all have a great one. This is your NCAA correspondent, Lathan Credit, signing off. Peace.